Hello, friends, and thanks again for joining us on our 260 Challenge. Today we are finishing up the book of Galatians, so we'll be in Galatians chapter 6. And I heard a story about a little Chinese boy. When he was two years old, he fell from a table and went into a coma. And when he awoke after about a week, he was unable to talk or move, and he never fully recovered. Like any parent, his mom was absolutely distressed and just tore all to pieces because she knew she didn't have the money to place him in medical care facility or any type of rehab that could take care of him so instead she cared for him every day for the rest of her life and what she would do is she would carry her son on her back as she's grown older and more frail she has fallen and broken many bones while trying to carry her grown son and let me mention that he weighs 180 pounds yet she continues to carry him everywhere he goes when asked how this 65-year-old woman who only weighs 95 pounds can carry it, her reply is so simple but so powerful. She would say, he's not heavy, he's family. Galatians 6 is about reminding us of that very same thing. They ain't heavy, they're family. Paul ends the book of Galatians with us learning how to carry one another, or the other way he puts it, bearing one another's burdens. Look in chapter 6, verse 1. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. In chapter 5 of Galatians, people are devouring and criticizing and absolutely just trying to destroy one another. But in chapter 6, Paul challenges the church to to help carry one another, and that's what the body of Christ absolutely should do. Keep this in mind, though, that the sign of a healthy body is its ability to, to heal itself. The church is called the body of Christ, and when it's healthy, the church has a, a healing component, really, that's with, within itself. And that's what Paul sees when he reminds us to carry each other's troubles or burdens. But sometimes we become prideful, and that can be our downfall. We're afraid to admit that we need some help. We're afraid to admit that we're vulnerable or that our marriages can be in trouble or that we need some help financially or even our children are are facing battles. And we're really only deceiving ourselves and ultimately causing our own demise. But verse 3 gives a warning to those who try to appear stronger than they really are. Look at what Paul says. For if any man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. The Christian life is absolutely not meant to be alone. One uh, one of the weakest things a person can do is think that they are strong enough to do the Christian life alone. If you try to make yourself look like a superhero or a super Christian, your life expectancy won't be very long. All throughout the New Testament, uh, there's there's phrases throughout its passages uh, that that tell us that we need that we need each other, and a few of them are uh, to build one another up. That's Romans fourteen nineteen. Accept one another, Romans fifteen seven. Care for one another, First Corinthians twelve twenty five. Serve one another, Galatians five thirteen. Be kind to one another, Ephesians four thirty two. Encourage one another, First Thessalonians five eleven. There's just a few. I mean, I could go on and on with different verses that tell us that we really need each other. There's a few things that we go through that we need the help of other people. This means that in relationships, we find out that what what people are really made of and that whether or not they, they truly love us and whether or not they, we, we really matter. 
when you're not in a church or you're not connected to the body of Christ, you make the Christian life something that was never meant to be. It's it's supposed to be something that we're connected to. It's like what happened during the Special Olympics in Spokane, Washington. As the competitors began their, their race after the gun sounded, only a few yards into the race, one of the children fell and began to cry. Several other athletes stopped running and came back to their fallen comrade. The children lifted him up, and arm in arm, they ran over the finish line together. For just a few moments, these children showed us what the kingdom of God should be like. They wasn't worried about awards. They wasn't worried about applause. They wasn't worried about winning. They was worried about the one that fell. My goodness. If we keep running with someone who has fallen, I think we are in more need than the person who, than the fallen comrade. Let's always remember, they ain't heavy. They're family. Friend, who do you know today that maybe has fallen? Maybe even right from the start. Lay aside your goals. Lay aside your your need to succeed. And let's go back and pick them up. Let's go back and love them. And let's remind them that they matter. Let's remind them that we're there to bear one another's burdens. And look here, I want you to notice what Paul says in verse 1. He said, At least thou also be tempted. We're not any better. We could be in that very same position. And then in verse 3, he deceiveth himself. Let's not lie to ourselves and say that we're any better or any more holy than those that may be falling and hurting. Let's run back to them. Let's pick them up and let's carry them. They're not heavy. They're family. God bless you today, friend. And God, thank you, Lord, for your awesome, wonderful, and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. God bless you today.